Welcome once again, nerds, to the news. This is going to be a very special rumors and suggestions mostly episode. Uh, there's tons of Disney and Marvel rumors to power the rumor mill, not the least of which we have Thor 5, as well as some Doctor Doom shaking things up, some DCU stuff in there for good flavor, plus a bunch more rumors, and a little bit of news on top to keep us going through this uh, couple of weeks. And uh, let's just jump right into it. Okay, so first things first, we have housekeeping because we're not going to get rid of the housekeeping section just because we have a change in format, though in the housekeeping section we are going to address the change in format first and foremost we are late with this episode once again last week's episode was partially because of scheduling issues partially because of uh new editing techniques i'm attempting to do which you know probably should have waited until the off season but it is what it is and also partially because the youtube copyright system is a little broken uh when you're reporting on news you should be able to use Use the content on which you're reporting to report on it uh, but uh, yeah some record labels just don't see it that way anyway uh, so yeah that's last week but this week we're late because again more scheduling conflicts and I hopefully have an interview lined up for the off season uh, or at least uh, an agreement for an, inter an interview during the off season. I'm going to keep that under wraps until we get a little bit more cemented in, I guess is probably the appropriate way to do that. But it is with a, an up and coming amazing band that I just saw uh, yesterday, actually. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that comes through, but uh, not necessarily holding my breath for that next week so i thought it was only going to be one week that was going to be the uh rumors and and suggestions episode thought it was only going to be this week it looks like very potentially next week is going to be affected as well and then the week following is going to be our final week uh for the regular season and then we will go into the off season where it will be a live format uh probably like i was saying previously probably tuesday evenings is when the live is going to happen so once again if you are listening in post if you are not uh, watching on the youtube uh, then very likely nothing is going to change for you if you do the watch on youtube then it's going to be a live show Tuesday nights. If you want to catch the VOD after the fact, then nothing necessarily will change except for it'll be on time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you. Very, uh, and obviously the, the, the way that the news is covered is going to be different because I'm not editing anything. I'm just talking to the chat room or to myself or whomever happens to show up. So if you want to contribute during the off season, if you want to just let your voice be heard or you just want to come by and say hey and uh, you know be, be friendly for a little while you'll probably get on the show and uh, that's the only way to get on the show as it stands right now 
hopefully long-term goals that will not be an issue uh, but uh, again playing a lot of that stuff close to the chest anyway i'm rambling that is the housekeeping section let's get into so the the the, the other thing about this week's format is we're changing we're still going to have most of the sections if for nothing else than for a suggestion uh, for uh, comic books music etc etc but we will have a full and proper rumor mill which and then also on top of that if there was something that happened in each individual section that just could not wait to be reported on until uh, two weeks out then that will be covered in here so we do have a little bit of gaming and tech we have a little bit of movies very little bit of uh, TV news and I believe that's it outside of suggestions for everything so again housekeeping over let's get into the news shall we uh, in music this week, there is no news. There's nothing that couldn't wait until later or was just so huge that we had a report on it. So hopefully next week we'll see a little bit of this. I actually am anticipating probably doing about three to five new music pieces next week as well. So keep that in mind. I'm not, I'm not, you know, committing to that just yet, but it is, it is on the hopeful list for next week's episode. We have no new music though. Again, no, no tours or anything that were absolutely mind blowing. Like, oh my God, uh, Nine Inch Nails is taking the Rammstein on tour. Nothing like that. That would be something that must be reported on. However, that didn't happen. So all we have is music suggestion for the week. I'm going to go with Static X, Wisconsin Death Trip, uh, the original Evil Disco, and uh, with the passing of Wayne Static and with Zero as the frontman for the live shows. Uh, and then now two posthumous records. This band is just as alive today as it was, you know, 15 years ago before Wayne passed. So, yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty freaking significant considering that Wayne has been gone for... I I believe approximately 14 uh, actually no I'm, I'm sorry it's about 10 years uh, it'll be 10 years next year I think he passed in 14 so yeah just, just this is this is such a fun record standout tracks obviously Wisconsin Death Trip Push It Loser just just the whole dang thing from front to back is a whole hell of a lot of fun and I must say if you have the opportunity to see this band live even in their post Wayne Static era when you know, this is the only way you're going to see him live now. Absolutely jump at the chance because these guys are phenomenal live. That is your music suggestion for the week. That takes us into gaming and tech. We do have some news in the gaming and tech side uh, of things this week. First up, uh, it, it kind of had to be addressed. I don't know we're going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but Mortal Kombat 1, uh, the Halloween situation has kind of come to a head. And as you're watching this, Halloween is no more. Happy late Halloween, by the way, nerds. So... Yeah, the so the the fatality. We got to talk about this. Uh, I I saw a theory before, as I was doing research uh, before I came up to film, saying that potentially this is just one of many holiday-themed fatalities, and so you have you pay the one-time fee for all the holiday fatalities, and that's why it's so expensive. But the community is a bit up in arms over the price of this 
fatality. It's a single fatality. Granted, you can do it with everyone in the main roster, but it's still the same animation, just the skin effectively is, is different. Uh, and it's kind of cool. Like there's a bunch of cool little Easter eggs and stuff, but it's temporary. And also none of the vocabulary coming from Netherrealm suggests that there are going to be more holiday fatalities or that you're not going to have to pay for future holiday fatalities if they do exist if you've paid for this one. None, none, there is absolutely nothing that suggests that. So don't hold your breath. But um, it is approximately $10 to buy this fatality. Uh, there, the, the scorpion, uh, the, what is it? Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance skin was cheaper a skin, like a skin that the community actually has been asking for, for some time that they knew they were going to make a whole bunch of money on because everybody was going to buy it. That skin was cheaper than the skin or than the, the the Halloween fatality. And that is, that is egregious to me. Like, I, I'm not too proud to admit that I did spend some of my Dragon Crystals on the Fatality just because I had them from my Collector's Edition. I don't know what the hell else I'm going to spend them on. I kind of honestly regret spending them on this Fatality. I've used it a couple of times and... It goes away. I think that's the biggest. That's the biggest issue that most people have. It is uh, just to be to kind of lay it out explicitly. It is twelve hundred dragon crystals. So if you buy your dragon crystals, if you just buy the lowest tier of dragon crystals, that is theoretically twelve dollars worth of real world currency because you have to buy dragon crystals. You can earn them in very small quantities, but not necessarily enough to purchase this plus other things. If you want to do other things with the dragon crystals which uh, i believe they're used for the premium items that are the rotating uh stock in the store though i could be misremembering that because i don't look at the store very often but either way it goes away <laughs> you're spending uh, the, the, the reason I say $10 and not $12 is because you can buy 1,250 Dragon Crystals for $10. So that's effectively paying for this fatality. And that's that's still too much. Like if they had made this, the Dragon, because it's a fatality, it's uh, seasonal. So it's theoretically going to be leaving us. It's not going to be coming back. Make that like a couple hundred Dragon Crystals, like 200 Dragon Crystals, because then when next Halloween comes and you have a new Halloween fatality, I won't feel like I've been ripped off for paying two to three dollars worth of uh, my real hard-earned money for the thing that you had. It's just, it's, it's a big deal. I don't, I have not seen anyone justifying uh, Netherrealm's uh, doing here. I guess it's technically Warner Brothers doing, but either way, nobody's trying to say that this is a good thing. So that's, I guess, a good thing in the community, but still kind of sucks and probably way too many of us actually put the crystals in. Though to my defense, I did not spend extra money on this i just already had the crystals so i used them and i regret it anyway continuing on uh we have actually a very big developing story right now uh as i was coming again to film a, a little bit more has been divulged with the bungee situation that's going on between uh sony and their subsidiary con company bungee uh so bungee for those that 
probably potentially don't know. Uh, there's got to be one or two of you out there, right? Bungie is the company that brought us Halo. Uh, they were bought by Sony just a few years ago, and so now they're making not Sony exclusive Destiny, but kind of like it's. I don't know. I've 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 tried to play it on my Xbox and run into a few issues that I don't think Sony players have, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so the big news here is that Bungie, when they got purchased, uh, Sony said that basically everyone's jobs were safe and they actually set aside some money in order to retain the key elements of the company so that they could, you know, develop something new for Sony. Well, here we are a few years later and it seems that Bungie has not followed through exactly with their end of the deal. Uh, so it has been learned that approximately 8% of Bungie's workforce, which is only like 100 people, so there's still over 1,000 employees at Bungie. So this isn't like the end of Bungie as you know it, like many people are putting in thumbnails because that's just silly. A uh, thousand employees is still plenty. 8% of the workforce. While some of them are people that theoretically are going to be very important, would have been rather very important to the company because they're the, the head of their departments, as it were. Uh, one of them is the composer. One of them is uh, a lead designer, I believe. But again, 100 people were let go. Uh, this is affecting the company as a whole. The The final shape, the final DLC for Destiny 2, theoretically the final DLC for Destiny 2, has been put on hold, as well as their other game that they have in the works that they showed us this year at the Sony's E3, non-E3 event, called Marathon, which is a remake of the game that they made pre-Halo, so back when they were not owned by Microsoft. So all of the all of that stuff has been put on hold and no new release dates have been made known just yet because it seems like the dust is still settling. Like I said, some of this information was just released this morning before it came to film. So uh, this is a developing situation. As this develops, we will be talking about it. This will be more of the, we can't miss it for next week should some more developments happen. Uh, and then our final piece of can't skip news is Twitter. Uh, Elon has evolved the creator program just a little bit uh, because this is something we've been talking about. That's why we just couldn't skip this because I'm sure there are some people out there who are gaming the system. Uh, actually, let's take that step back. I'm sure there are some people out there who are trying to qualify for the creator program on Twitter and they're seeing that there are people, there are creators on the platform who are effectively gaming the system that Elon had set up in that they're making very inflammatory and very shocking posts in order to drive engagement because that's what the creator program is based on is the amount of engagement that each post gets and, and the, the amount of um, replies and, and reposts and things uh, is how they determine how much money you are owed from the creator program. Uh, well, in order to stop this, in order to stop people from posting fake news, in order to stop people from just saying things that are demonstrably false, uh, Elon has evolved the creator program in uh, to correct if you post something that is demonstrably false and you get community guidelines correcting the thing that you've said then you are no longer that post at least is no longer eligible for monetization so it doesn't matter how long the thread is that follows 
if there is community notes that are correcting you, then you are ineligible, which is a little bit worrying, just and just slightly. I'm, and I say that, and it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, and I'm not. There is, I have noticed on Twitter, uh, there have been people who have made a post that is seemingly inflammatory or seemingly uh, goes against certain people's belief structures as far as the way the world works. And it still gets community guidelines, but the community guideline notes basically say what the post originally said. So I don't know if there's going to be, I haven't, there was nothing in any of the literature that was released. It was basically just Elon saying it on Twitter. Uh, but if, if we can find out the details of this, then we'll be returning to this piece. But there, there, I don't know if there is a team that is called in if the algorithm, uh, is incorrect. Uh, like I said, if you may, if you make a statement saying a plus B equals C, and then you get community guidelines because you are a talking head, you are a personality that people have to disagree with. They feel compelled to disagree with and they write a community guidelines uh, and the community guidelines then also says A plus B equals C. There's still a community guidelines attachment to your post because they found some weird wording issue or something, but the, the general information is still the same. I don't know if that post is going to be eligible for monetization, even though the community guidelines are pointless. Like... If I can find that information, we'll talk about it again. I'm sorry I keep rambling. Uh, but that is all we have for gaming and tech that we just could not pass up. So let's talk about the gaming and tech suggestion for the week. Metal Gear Solid uh, Master Collection Volume 1 came out this week. So that is the obvious suggestion. Uh, if, you, if you have a Switch, I would recommend getting it for the Switch. I realize there is a 30 frame cap on the Switch. It's fine. That's what these games launch, or that's what at the very least the first game launched at was 30 frames. So no reason. And it's a switch. The whole point is you're taking these awesome games with you in your pocket wherever you go. So like that's kind of the best way to play the OG Metal Gear stuff. So uh, and also you have Nintendo games on there that also run at 30 frames per second. So you're really only limiting Metal Gear 2 and Metal Gear 3 and even then like they're so old at this point is it really that limiting whatever uh, that is absolutely your recommendation this week unless you know you just want to play some mortal Kombat. in which case hit me up because i'm looking for people to play uh, that is suggestions for gaming and tech let's move into comic books and books we have nothing in this section so let's get to the suggestion suggestion this week for comic books and books uh walking dead the original walking dead uh what was it the 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 days gone by was the name of the first arc and i just robert kirkman's writing in the first actually the first like three arcs or so is really fast-paced a lot happens from one panel to the next let alone from one page to the next so you kind of have to adjust the way you read comic books because he has a very different style but this is the setup for the entire universe that we know and love at this point that is the walking dead the the uh, tv show the comic books etc 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 so uh, that is your comic book suggestion for the week go reminisce over some awesome black and white walking dead
Uh, from there, let's move into TV. Uh, we do have two pieces here in TV. I'm going to start with the really big downer first, and that is, I'm sure you've already heard, but unless you live under a rock, in which case, welcome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Matthew Perry, the passing of Matthew Perry, uh, Chandler from Friends. Um, so he passed away. Some of the toxicology has come back, and so they have ruled out certain drugs. They do know he was not on some drugs. Drugs, but I haven't seen the complete toxicology report just yet, so there is still a possibility that it was drug-related. But he was found drowned in his hot tub. Uh, he was 59 years old, and I—that's I, that's the that's the cold bits. Let's talk about the the warm and awesome parts of who Matthew Perry was, because the show Friends was a pretty major influence—not necessarily influence, but it was a major part of my uh, high school and post high school career because it brought me closer together with actually a number of my friends and was just such a bonding experience basically every week whenever the, the new episodes launched or after new episodes stopped uh, watching the DVDs with, with friends. Honestly, we would watch them at parties <laughs> or we would watch them after parties while we were, you know, people were sobering up or whatever. So it was, I mean, that, that show and all of those characters very much uh, touched me and touched my life in some way. And the character of Chandler was kind of an element, at least at the time, as, as far as I saw it, of my personality. I, it felt like a bit of a Chandler and a bit of a Joey. And the fact that I can say that is, uh, gotta show you how old I am, <laughs> but just, I honestly feel like a large portion of why the show Friends worked so well was Matthew Perry as Chandler. Just that character always was there to ground if if there was some really silly tv thing happening he was there to call it out as silly he was there to to be almost the vehicle through which the audience related to whatever was happening on screen not always honestly every one of those characters was super awesome to that degree in some way i just feel like more often than the rest of them it was on Chandler's shoulders in order to be like, yeah, this is just a silly show and we're silly people and it's a fun thing that we do and I'm going to show you that we acknowledge this. And I think that's a big part of the reason, that's a big part of what humanized those characters, it's a big part of what uh, people really saw themselves in because yes, we, we, we can put aside the fact that it's a TV show because we just addressed it and then we can get into the meat and potatoes of what is actually happening. And again, this is all on Matthew Perry's shoulders. It really was heartbreaking to see the uh, reunion, the Friends reunion on Max and just kind of how he's let himself go and now the passing just just really hit me. I feel like when I saw the announcement, it was it was... It was pretty heavy. So we're gonna take a moment and remember some great Chandler Bing moments and remember Matthew Perry because he was a man, he was more than just Chandler. And yeah, let's take that moment real quick.
Okay, so we have one other piece of news that we could not skip. Uh, it is a follow-up piece because we've been talking about this, but the Poltergeist, uh, the IP that was purchased uh, by Prime, I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, purchased by MGM, because it's here in the notes. I actually took that in the notes. Uh, purchased by MGM, and then MGM was purchased by Amazon, and Amazon wants to focus on IP that has an established audience, and they want to do things that'll you know, bring that audience in. So th these are all sounding like good possibilities associated with the new Poltergeist series. It is going to be a series uh, that they're doing to reboot this IP. It is not going to be another movie. The last reboot movie was not very good. Uh, but the first movie in this franchise, the thing that started it all, is kind of a horror classic. So uh, let's hope that they can understand what makes the first movie a classic and expand on that in a way that makes a series make sense instead of rebooting it with another movie so uh, yeah that is in the works it is officially happening Amazon is moving forward with the MGM thing and that's what we have for TV news this week so suggestions in TV uh, we're talking upload season three is currently happening on Amazon Prime I honestly it's driving me a little bit crazy that they only post uh, I think it's an episode a week now it's I want all I want to binge my shows man uh, I, I understand that I appreciate the shows more when I'm not binging them because anticipation uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder right so uh, and and they're doing a hell of a job with upload it's a goofy show it is science fiction so of course I'm going to be more inclined to uh, but like uh, Robbie ML in this show just is He's playing two different versions of himself at this point, and it's it's just really interesting to see how you can add just a little... I mean, he's not the best actor in the world, but you can add just a little bit of depth to a performance like that and really make it just that much more enjoyable to watch. So, not incredibly deep, but a whole hell of a lot of fun. Go watch Upload this week. That is your suggestion. Oh, okay, nerds. Yeah. It's that time. Just, uh, we're about to take a break, so you should be subscribed so you know when we come back and you can get the news again. And you can see my pretty face doing all the things. Yeah. I guess that's it. Just subscribe and stuff, and we'll see you next time. Uh, back to the news. Ah, whatever. Ah. That brings us into the movies section. Uh, movies, we have a few things that were on the can't skip list. Uh, they're mostly follow-ups. Actually, no, they're all follow-ups. <laughs> so let's get into those. First up, we have Highlander. Uh, the Henry Cavill project is finally moving forward, uh, and the budget has been announced that they will be throwing approximately $100 million at this movie. I don't remember who exactly exactly is the the studio behind it uh, but we have Chad Seleski uh, is the director and he was noteworthy but I don't remember why because I didn't put it in the notes so we're gonna the thing to take away from this is Henry Cavill is going to be playing Connor McCloud or not Connor McCloud that was the TV show I can't remember the, the character from the movies, whatever. He's going to be the guy in the movies that was originally played by Christopher Lambert. That's where Cavill's going to be. 
Uh, yeah, so it's happening. It's moving forward. That's all we really know right now. Let's continue on. Uh, next up, we have Samaritan, the sequel to the Sylvester Stallone uh, superhero movie where he was the Samaritan, effectively. And, yeah, it's getting a sequel. It's Amazon Prime throwing more money at things that seemingly are working because the, the original movie here didn't do great, but it made some money. So if it made a little bit of money, maybe we can tweak it a little bit, make it a little bit better, and uh, send out a sequel, and it'll make a little bit more money, right? That's kind of how this should work. Uh, so, yeah, sequel to Samaritan's happening, and then Ghostbusters, that was the other one. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire is the new title to the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, they have apparently finished filming. They actually apparently finished filming before the actors strike started. So they have been in post-production for about three months at this point. So hopefully that means we will be seeing at least some sort of teaser before the end of the year, if not the movie, but probably not the movie. Uh, that's what we got uh, for the Can't Skip in movies. So let's get into movie suggestion for the week. And that is Dr. Sleep streaming right now on HBO Max or on Max, I guess. Stephen King adaptation. The movie is, is really cool for a number of reasons. Uh, Mike Flanagan directed it and I believe is one of the writers on it as well. Mike Flanagan is one of the best directors in the horror uh, genre right now um, and has been for some time at this point. And he does a really great job of doing a sequel, not just to the movie that most people know at this point, which was a Stanley Kubrick movie, um, but also throwing some stuff in there from the novel. Granted, it is leaning very hard on the movie side of things, but there's definitely some call-outs to the novel as well. So it's really cool. Really, it's not the best horror movie you're ever going to see, but it is so damn much fun. And it is just really cool to kind of see a different person's take on this very familiar ground, especially when that person is Mike Flanagan. I absolutely would recommend going to see Dr. Sleep or streaming it rather on Max or paying money for the DVD I honestly is not out of the question for this one either. So that is your suggestion for the week. And that brings us into this week's rumor mill. Uh, rumor mill is huge. Like I said, we have Thor 5, we have Doctor Doom, we have some Avengers stuff, we have a whole slew of Marvel just in general. Things are cancelled, things are not cancelled. DC, things are not cancelled. Things are coming out that don't make any sense. Let's get into all of that, shall we? We have no confirmations or refutations this week, but we do have a couple of new sources for old rumors. And the first one, honestly, probably could have gone in the new rumors category, but it's kind of been back and forth for a minute. And that is Constantine 2. The uh, Keanu Reeves starring sequel is has been kind of in talks for about a year now uh, we heard originally that was going to happen and then the James Gunn Peter Safran thing happened with the uh, DC and now then, then they were saying it wasn't going to happen and then it was and then it wasn't now it's back on apparently uh, we have word from 
someone involved, I can't remember if it was the screenwriter or one of the producers, but it wasn't the director and it wasn't Keanu. No, it was the director. I take that back. It absolutely was the director, but that still doesn't necessarily mean that the uh, heads over at DC or Warner Brothers have approved it, but according to the 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 director the would-be director we're gonna say because it is technically rumor according to the would-be director there are still gears in motion for the constantine 2 movie so it is still on the table and still a viable option moving forward so uh, next one we have venom 3 we have a new rumor stating that tom holland is going to make an appearance as spider-man in the third venom movie it's just going to be a little while because strikes are a thing uh, next is deadpool 3 we have another freaking source saying that uh taylor swift is in fact going to be playing dazzler oh boy uh this one goes on to say that they have even seen the director out in public with taylor swift so that is kind of their logic behind saying even though it has already been shot down that it's not happening uh, this this is kind of adding a little bit of credence though because seeing the director out in public with taylor swift kind of is starting to make this seem a little bit more viable so there is that and then uh, revisiting again mortal kombat 1 we're actually going to talk new rumors about M mortal kombat 1 in a second but uh we have a new source coming out and saying that yes we will be in fact seeing the t-1000 terminator as voiced by uh robert what's his name robert patrick robert james uh, something uh james patrick i can't think of his name right now uh but yeah the guy who played him in t2 is going to be doing the voice for the mortal kombat i mean again this is another one that as the these sources start coming out saying yeah this is a thing it's definitely lends it a lot more credence and is much more a viable rumor but we don't do percentages for new sources we only do percentages for new rumors uh so yeah that's let's let's come out the gate swinging with these new rumors shall we we have a big shakeup going on in Marvel, uh, Disney Marvel right now. And so we have apparently four movies, Blade, Thunderbolts, Wonder Man, and Avengers Kang Dynasty. Those four movies, according to a rumor, are all getting axed. They are not, in fact, happening. And actually, uh, as I was doing research for today, before I came to film, uh, another source came forward and was talking more stuff about the Avengers Kang Dynasty situation. But we're going to get to that, actually, a little bit later in the rumor mill. So, uh, first up, we're going to do these four movies uh, individually as far as percentages go. So, first up, we have Blade. I give it about 20% uh, likelihood that they are going to completely cancel the blade series that just doesn't make any sense they've put so much behind this mahershala ali is actually kind of freaking perfect as blade so there's there's a lot of fan hype and i think that's kind of what feige is starting to pay more attention to these days is the fans really like mahershala ali as blade let's keep that now are they completely scrapping everything involved right now Probably. That seems to jibe with what we've been hearing, but is the series cancelled? No. I do not believe that we're going to put this at 20% likely that the Blade series on Disney Plus has been cancelled just because, again, they've spent way too much time promoting this and gotten the fans super hype about it at this point and just doesn't make any sense. And the next one is Thunderbolts. Uh, Thunderbolts being completely cancelled again. I don't necessarily think that is the case. This is another one. We have 
production stills. We have so much promotion out here. Uh, slightly more likely, but ever so slightly more likely than the blade cancellation. But still, this one almost, it seems like it's further along in production, so they have a little bit more to work with. I don't know. Just, they've, we have the art, we have the promotion that they wouldn't have put this much money into it to completely get rid of it. Will they rework it to death? Probably. Is it going to be canceled? 25% uh, likely that that is the way this is going to go because I just don't buy it there. But then we move into Wonder Man and we're starting to get a little bit more uh, feasible here. Yeah. So Wonder Man, um, much less has gone into the promotion of Wonder Man. Uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II is uh, also a noteworthy actor, probably not to the same level as Mahershal Ali. Uh, Mahershal Ali obviously has, you know, Oscars under his belt at this point and Yaya, not so much. But still a bit of a name. Uh, there's, I, we don't know exactly how much production was done before the writer strike and then actor strike started. So there is potentially some stuff that they've already filmed, and so then much more money invested into this, which would make this more likely to be still happening as it stands right now. Though I'm putting about a 40% likelihood that uh, we're going to see or an announcement about the cancellation of Wonder Man. I still don't think it will happen, but there is a bit of evidence suggesting that it is a possibility and then the final one is avengers kang dynasty this one i'm just going to come out the gate with the with the number because it's it's a different way to do this so we're looking at about 50 50 for avengers kang dynasty at this point because jonathan majors uh court is about to start and that is a hundred percent what this is hinging on uh if he loses his court case if he loses these uh domestic violence i'm pretty sure is what the charges are if he loses against domestic violence charges they're going to drop him they're going to pivot they're going to go into a different direction and i don't think even though it would be perfectly acceptable to do this. I don't think what they're going to do is just recast the role of Kang the Conqueror. What they're more likely to do is go with a completely different character because Kevin Feige is Kevin Feige. So, um, but because because this is dependent on outside factors that are that it's either make or break, we have to go fifty percent with this because again, there's it is on other things that th this is relying. So uh, that's what we got there. Let's move over to DC for a moment, but just for a moment. And we're gonna talk about, uh, apparently there is a question series that is in the works for HBO Max. Again, Max, I'm sorry with the HBO. Uh, yeah, I, th there's, there's a lot of very interesting things. James Gunn is into obscure characters. The question isn't super obscure, but ask any casual Batman fan, quote unquote, and uh, who the question is. And I would say probably 40% generously will be able to answer that question. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Uh, so yeah, this is a character that is just obscure enough that the normie, uh, normie fans will be like, who is this? And why do I care? But enough of the hardcore readers will be like, 
interesting tell me more so i get this that that's that's honestly that and then the source is actually a pretty good source for this one so we're looking at about a 60 percent likelihood that they were correct and we will be seeing the question as a serialized or episodic uh content over on max uh, then let's jump back over to Disney. This one, honestly, probably should have gone in as a movie update, but I could not get 100% confirmation that this is what's going on. So, uh, Snow White, we have, obviously, Disney's uh, live-action Snow White has been a little bit of an entertaining piece of news to follow because... Boy, did they really lean into some of the wrong... Uh, anyway, uh, so the rumor is that the movie has been pushed back a year and that uh, Disney is going to make an official announcement sometime soon and they're going to blame it on the writer's strike when really it is uh, Bob Iger's promise of retooling and pulling back on certain things. This is a, me a middling source, but we were supposed to see a trailer this past week and it ha it did not happen so that is the reason why this has got a whole hell of a lot of credence we're putting about 95 percent stamp on this because we now have new promotional art showing us a very different looking live action snow white and the seven dwarves actually just snow white because dwarves are offensive uh even though that is literally the name of the uh, uh affliction in some cases anyway uh yeah so 95 percent likely that we will be seeing snow white pushed back a whole year sometime very soon actually uh next we have an, an honestly hopeful rumor uh which we don't get those very often we have uh five nights at freddy's is very is being rumored to be uh greenlit for a sequel already with it bringing in the numbers that it's bringing in that makes a lot of sense let's hope though that they don't dry, drive this one into the ground uh and they maybe leave it at a trilogy and just kind of call that good <laughs> because i'm sure they could make a trilogy's worth of quality with this but anything beyond that becomes highly questionable so we're gonna say approximately 85 percent likely that this is a thing uh because it's not one of the biggest uh, whatever 85 percent. that's all you really need to know uh from there we're going back over to disney with thor 5 uh there is a new rumor because it seems that it's been known that Hemsworth's contract at least brings him through a fifth Thor movie, uh, whatever his renegotiated contract was from a few years ago. So that part, I guess, is not really rumor. That's fairly well-known information at this point. But the movie itself apparently is looking for a new director and that is the rumor this time it is no longer going to be directed by taika waititi uh disney wants to go in a different direction and i think that this is more evidence that feige is listening to the community though there's definitely other things i don't know how much of it we're going to get into today that suggest he's still kind of playing the fingers in his ears i'm gonna do what i want kind of stuff but uh, yeah, Thor 5, we're going to say 50% on this one. It's not the greatest source, but then there is the, you know, Hemsworth is going through at least a fifth movie. So yeah, balance that out. Uh, from there, we're going to go back over to DC again. We're going to talk about the Deathstroke uh, movie. 
I'm sorry, not movie, just Deathstroke existing in DC. Uh, Joe Manganiello is a, once again being rumored to be Deathstroke. Previously, it came true because we saw him as Deathstroke, but now with James Gunn and Peter Safran, seems a little not possible. Um, largely because he would be so dramatically older than everyone else that we know has been cast in roles where Deathstroke should be a more comparable age. I mean, I don't know. I guess more recent uh, portrayals of Deathstroke have him a fair bit older than Bruce, but is he really, though, that much older than Bruce? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so Joe Manganiello returning as Deathstroke. We're going to say about 30% here. He's got Dungeons and Dragons to deal with, man. So it just doesn't strike me that he would come back to Deathstroke when there's not going to be a movie or anything out of it. From there, we have staying, or no, back to Disney. <laughs> back to Disney, we're talking about the live-action Moana. Uh, this new rumor has Zendaya in the lead role as Moana for the live-action adaptation that is going to feature The Rock as the, uh, I forget the name of the god. It's been so long since I watched Moana. This is, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of selling this one just a little bit short, but I feel like Zendaya is... Got her hands full of Spider-Man, uh, but that's a Disney-related property, so that's not entirely going to disclude her or exclude her rather from uh, making this movie. But it is a lot of work to do that. Plus, she has other projects that we know that she's working on, so it seems a little less than likely, though. There is still a fair amount of possibility here. So we're going to say 40%. And again, I think I might be selling it just a little bit short. Uh, from there is staying with Disney. This time over on Disney Plus, the TV series Ahsoka has been rumored to be getting a second season. With the uptick in ratings for the second half of the season, that makes total sense. Uh... There, there's there's really very little that would suggest they wouldn't be doing this, but it's not the greatest source, so I can't necessarily go too hard on it. But I think, yeah, 70% likely that we will be seeing a season two, uh, uh, the announcement of which will probably honestly happen before the end of the year. So we can actually track this one. Uh, from there, we have back over to DC, back over to Warner Brothers. Uh, we have Scarecrow. Apparently, Matt Reeves is being rumored to be working on a Scarecrow movie for his Elseworlds continuity. Matt Reeves obviously is the one doing the uh, the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, this this is the third villain that's being rumored to be getting his own space in the Matt Reeves universe. Just kind of makes sense. I feel like the Scarecrow is a good one to go with too because just a lot of possibilities. We've already seen one interpretation of it. So that seems to be something that Matt Reeves is doing a bit of is like hearkening back to what has worked pretty well with previous iterations, uh, very largely Christopher Nolan's iteration, but uh, Scarecrow just kind of makes sense. So we're going to say about 55%, and that's only because of the source. The actual rumor itself, I think, has a lot of potential to be true. Then back over to Disney and let's talk about the MCU as a whole. And this is the Jonathan Majors thing we were talking about a moment ago. Uh, the new rumor is that Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang, is going to be replaced with Dr. Doom. They're going to find somebody to play Dr. Doom and should things go south for him in his legal issues, then they're going to pivot from Kang to Dr. Doom. They've already planted the seed in Loki, the last episode of Loki. Uh, they, they 
kind of undid the importance of Kang the Conqueror, and so yeah, they're 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 making the option available. Whether or not they actually take it very much depends on his court case, like we talked about. So this one as well, we're going 50% uh, possible that we will be seeing Doctor Doom going forward instead of Kang the Conqueror. Eventually, we're going to see Doctor Doom anyway. It's just, is he going to replace Kang or is he going to become a force unto himself? That is where this rumor comes in. Uh, then from there, we have staying this time with Disney, uh, Disney Marvel even, we have a new Avengers rumor. This is a very new Avengers rumor saying that Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson both will likely be returning for some sort of appearance, be it a cameo or a small part. I don't think that the, the rumor doesn't explicitly say what the part is going to be, but it does say that it's very possibly going to be in the, uh, the Kang, one of the, no, the, what is the Avengers, the Secret Wars, there we go. <laughs> it's very likely going to be the Secret Wars movie that we see them, so is it going to go past this? the rumor does not say it's very kind of vague in that yeah we're going to see robert downey jr and scarlett johansson reprise their roles as iron man and scar or black widow uh respectively it's the multiverse they can do whatever the hell they want let's hope they make it make sense uh we have for this though we have a 55 percent likelihood because there is another source there's a couple of sources on this I just, I really don't think, I think somebody's trying to feed false information into sources. I, I, I think that Robert Downey Jr. has checked out. I think that Scarlett Johansson has checked out. They're no longer these characters. Uh, there was even one of the rumors, one of the sources went on to include Chris Evans into the rumor. So that is, again, a little bit of a red flag when it comes to this, which is why we can't go any higher than 55%. And that's probably a little bit generous. Uh, then we have Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, rumor, new rumors. Combat Pack has been data mined, so technically it has not been announced, which is why it is still a rumor. Uh, Combat Pack 2, uh, actually it's more than just Combat Pack 2, it is DLC uh, story expansion is happening, much like I said was likely to happen when the game launched. Uh, and so we have kind of two separate things. We're going to roll it up into one because it's all the same data mine. Uh, so in the data mine, we have Sector, Cyrax, and Noob Cybot are going to be major players in the campaign DLC, so the story mode DLC. Uh, whether or not that translates into them joining the main roster remains to be seen, but it does seem to be very, very, very likely, according to the data miners involved. So that's that's those three, and then we have three other characters that are going to be part of Combat Pack 2, and that is Cassie Cage, Kung Jin, and Jade. Yeah, the, the Cassie Cage makes sense because we have Takeda, Kung Jin makes sense because he was honestly a little bit more popular than I think people want to admit in Mortal Kombat X and Jade has already been alluded to in the story mode and in like verse uh, the the intros into the fights and stuff so that just kind of makes sense and then this is where we get interesting so uh, Ghostface we actually I think have talked about previously 
and uh, what was the other one? Did I seriously not write down the other cameo? T-1000, we already talked about the T-1000. Duh. <laughs> so Ghostface T-1000 and uh, Conan the Barbarian are rumored to be the three guest characters for Combat Pack 2. We already talked about T-1000. This is the second time we've talked about it. Ghostface, I think we alluded to it previously, the possibility of it. It was either going to be Ghostface or Michael Myers because of the pi uh, picture that Ed Boon posted on his Twitter feed. And now that the data mine has happened, it seems to be Ghostface because some of the lines of dialogue are referencing movies and, and, and scary movies and what's your favorite scary movie and so on and so forth. So it's just a lot of like really heavy handed, this is what it is without telling you this is what it is. And then the, the really interesting one was Conan the Barbarian. That one kind of comes out of left field. I don't really know how I feel about that but it could be cool. Uh, and then also apparently the cameo uh, characters have been data mined as well. We have Kintaro, Shinnok, Limei, Liu Kang, and Quan Chi. So Limei, Liu Kang, Quan Chi, all three are going to be playable characters by the time the Combat Pack 2 rolls around. So very interesting that we're going to get more mainline roster characters in as cameo characters. It seems like a waste of an opportunity, but it's not my game to develop so i got nothing for you but because this is a data mine from the data miner himself and uh interloco i think is the other one but the thinny is the guy who always has the information and this is where it comes from so there's very little doubt in my mind that this will not come to fruition so we're going to say 95 percent likely that this leak for mortal kombat 1 is accurate we'll give it a little bit of wiggle room but i don't think it needs it uh, but then we have one more rumor left. The last rumor this week has to do with Disney once again. This is a little bit more meta, though. It's not has it doesn't have anything to do with the content necessarily. It has everything to do with the way through which you get your content, and that is Hulu. This rumor has it that Disney is set to buy out the remaining shares. I believe it's from Comcast. They're going to buy out the remaining shares from Comcast for eight point. Six billion with a b -b -b billion dollars. Uh, it, no time frame was given for the rumor, just that it's poised to happen. Yeah, the, again, this is there's there's no reason to not think this is happening. We've already got indication that this was where Disney was trying to go to begin with. So 90% likely here that this is actually going to be a thing, and that kills our very special episode for the week, nerds. Uh, again few edits this is going to be a quick one so that we can get it up and we can get the conversation rolling but uh thank you very much for sticking through my ramblings and such uh just been a very interesting few weeks and it stands to be a cup an interesting couple of weeks going forward too still so uh as things happen stay tuned to the community tab on the youtube channel or the social medias or what have you and uh, I will keep you informed as soon as things develop. Until then, nerds, thank you very much for joining me. We will see you in the next one. Don't forget to check previous episodes for any news you may have missed. If you want to go deeper into the nerd news rabbit hole, that is the best way to do it. Uh, we'll see you next time. There will be an episode next week. It just might be a little bit late, so keep that in mind. And uh, yeah, before we head out, always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here.